welcome to the Great Big Yes podcast, where I talk to people who have said a great big yes to God's calling in their life, people who are living with passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. And today I'm talking with Amy Bruce. And you guys, this conversation is so life-giving and just so beautiful. Um, she's a huge blessing and I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, I reached out to her. I met her through yoga, but I reached out to her um, because she has a site. She has an Instagram account at Designs by Amy Bruce. And I'm going to put all of her detailed information in the show notes on the blog at greatbigguest.com. But um, she is a Bible journaler, like an illustrator. And she does a lot of the um, work. She writes tutorials and does products and stuff for Illustrated Faith. So I know a lot of you are following Illustrated Faith or like to Bible journal. If you haven't, take a look at it anyway. It's beautiful art. And maybe it's a way that you would be able to kind of dive in creatively um, to learning more of the Word of God and just spending time with the Lord. But it's just, she's got a beautiful um, style of artwork. It's just it's so inspirational. It's so fun. I want to get out all my art supplies immediately and start drawing and painting and um, reading God's word. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. And here's Amy Bruce. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm doing great, too. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, for those of you who are listening, this is Amy Bruce. And she is an artist and she is, well, she's got a million things to tell you, but I met her through yoga, so she's a yogi as well. And um, we've already been talking because my computer wasn't working in time to do the podcast. And so we were laughing about how this must be, um, God's really going to use our words today, we hope, because the enemy was kind of coming after us. It was hard to find a date and then my computer wasn't working. And so here we are, we are ready um, we just prayed over our time together, and we're just really, really excited to talk to everybody about um, kind of what Amy's up to, what she's been doing, and how it's all kind of unfolding, how God's calling on her life is really unfolding in such a beautiful way. So, Amy, if you could start us there, um, can you just kind of talk to us about what you do, what the illustrated faith piece of your work is, what the designs by Amy Bruce piece of your work is? Yes, so um, I've always been super creative since I was little, um, but it was discouraged that um, that wouldn't be a place to make a living. So I shut that part of me off, um, had kids, and Designs by Amy Bruce came about because I became a Christian and I really wanted to help people see God in a visible way. Um, and have reminders of who he was and who they were in him. Mm-hmm. So it started with jewelry, honestly. Oh, I love that. And um, I used to design it. Um, I would have people come to my house, would do custom work for them. Um, and then it kind of petered off. God called me into another realm of administration, actually, um, within my children's school. And then my house was robbed, and all of my stuff was taken. All of your, so, oh my gosh, that's terrible. All of my, all of my jewelry was taken. Oh, and, um, awful. So, I, I um, took that to be that that was God's sign that that was over. Um, and in the meantime, my husband encouraged me and bought me some paint and said, you love to paint, paint. Oh, and I, I started that. painting. And, um... Just, God 
awoke in me what I was designed to do, which was to create in um, whatever form that took to glorify him in doing it. So I painted for a long time, did mixed media, all sorts of things like that, sold prints. And then one day um, I picked up a journaling Bible um, and decided I was going to illustrate Advent and enter into the social media world, which I didn't want to do. Um, yeah. But God said, um, where there's darkness, there needs to be light. Mm. And I need you to go. And, and so I illustrated through Advent. And through the process, I became aware of a woman named Shauna Noel, um, who's kind of one of the pioneers of Bible journaling. And, and then it just kind of, you know, I put it on the shelf, and I don't know, maybe eight months, nine months later, or in the fall, um, I saw a post that they were looking for creative team members. I had no idea what that was. Right. Um, they, they wanted a few pictures of your work, and so I submitted it. <laughs> yes. And, and it's amazing. I, I think, I could be wrong, but I think they were, they were flooded. Yeah. They were flooded, because... What was happening is women who needed to connect with God, who were creative, had a really hard time doing that with just words. Yep. And um, so she found this place where women could connect with God. He could speak to them. He could soothe them. Um, anyway, I was one of the ones that was chosen. So that was my entrance into um, Illustrated Faith. Okay, I love that. So for uh, people who don't know what Illustrated Faith is, I guess maybe we should start there. What is Illustrated Faith? Okay, so Illustrated Faith is a creation of Shauna Noel. Mm -hmm. um, it is, she's a scrapbooking industry artist. Okay. Um, she's designed for them. And anyway, she was a pastor's wife. And she just had a really hard time studying God's Word. And so one night she got all her scrapbooking supplies and sat down with her Bible journal and um, posted on her blog what she made. And the next morning she tells the story. She gets up and she's, like, freaking out that she posted it and <laughs> goes to take it down and it went viral. I love um, it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Well, so, isn't um, that such a good lesson for all of us too? Sometimes when we're like super afraid to put something out there and be vulnerable and then yeah. how cool to get that response that so many people were, you know, moved by her work. I love that. It's exciting. Yes. Yes. And um, so anyway, Illustrated Faith is designed to empower creatives to meet God in that place of creativity. I love it. Um, to let him speak to you. And also there's a, um, a component of journaling where you document what he's saying to you. Um, yeah. So so what she then did is she started designing kits because people kind of get shut down when they don't have little pieces to put together. Um yeah. And she brought a bunch of us on board. She's a really smart, beautiful woman of God. And um, we just flooded <laughs> flooded uh, social media with it. And in the meantime, Dayspring approached her. Um, and so now she creates some designs for Dayspring. And Dayspring is kind of like the 
housing of illustrated fate. So there's just components um, for people to create with God in journaling Bibles. So these are Bibles that are specific to creating. Yeah. Um, they're not next. They're not our study Bibles. Right. So, well, and I wanted um, to ask. Places, I wanted to ask about that because sometimes people are, and I I don't know if this is like, are people opposed to writing in Bibles? Like, are there people who kind of come out and say you shouldn't write in your Bible? <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a whole. It's a. It's a letter from God. It's holy. Uh-huh. It's um, God's word. We should have reverence for. Right. Um, but it is specifically designed to journal in. And um, originally, when I started um, illustrating my faith in that way, I would stay to the margins. Yeah. Um, but God has really, He has really broken down a lot of boxes that yeah. I made for him yep. that he never made. Mm-hmm. And um, for a rule-following girl and a performance-oriented person, oh, I hear it's you, a little girl. scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little scary. Yep. So, you know what, we just encourage people. We say, you listen to the Lord, you let the Lord speak to you. If you're not comfortable covering the words or going over the words, don't. Right. And um, there's a plenty of margin space. Um, now, but yeah, so is, is so Bible journaling now is I write tutorials and I kind of, my thing is, you know, you can go, it's like sitting with me at my art table mm-hmm. and I'll show a technique and also the process of how God speaks to me through it. Oh, that's so cool. And then people can get the tutorials through Illustrated Faith? Yes. So there's there's a site that has a shop and um, links today spring, but also um, you know places where you can go. So you can go to illustratedface.com and then just search for Amy Bruce. Okay. And all of my tutorials will come up. Or if you love watercoloring, search watercoloring. Or if you love acrylics, search acrylics. Or if you're um, God is speaking you specifically about a passage. Yeah. Search the passage. Um, it's just a way to connect with God. God is a creative God. Mm-hmm. Um, and those of us who are created to create are his people. Yes. <laughs> and I really believe all of us have that in us because yeah. we're created in his image. That's right. And I think what you said earlier just about you've always been creative, but you were maybe discouraged in that realm because you couldn't quote, make a living um, from yeah. it. And I'm in that same generation where it was kind of like, all right, well, go to college and get a degree with something you can do. You can be creative on the side, but that's more of a hobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's so sad to me. Yeah. Because um, there are many, now I'm, I'm not a good businesswoman. I don't know that I ever will be. My husband just shakes his head and laughs. I just <laughs> give things away. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not good at that part of it, but I kind of just say, this is yours, Lord, I'm yours, and, um, I trust you to provide. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there are many, many creative people of God who do make a living and bless so many. Right. Because we want visual reminders of him. 
we we need those things. Well, another way of showing creativity too, which kind of goes along with what you know, both of how we met is, I mean, yoga is a creative practice. You know, it's it's almost it's like a very creative practice. It's like a dance with the Lord, right? It's like worshiping while yeah. you're moving, and yeah. so. Um, for me, I love that. I, I remember telling somebody about how God met me on my yoga mat in such a new way. And she pointed out, isn't that sweet? And he's like a great teacher who understands that maybe we have some visual learners. Maybe we have some kinesthetic learners, you know, maybe we have auditory learners. And he, he uses all those things to meet us where he knows that we'll respond and we'll be able to receive it. And I thought that's so beautiful that he would know each of his children so well that he would give them like a way to, to connect with him that fits their personality and their, um, their giftings. And I now, yeah, right. I always see him like that now. And your work is so beautiful and so inspirational. And I think, oh my gosh, this is, um, such a fun way. Is Bible journaling like a new thing? Cause I remember when I first heard of it and it, it seemed new like a year or two ago. <laughs> is it new? Yeah. It's not, it's not been around very long. Very, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it is, it is a definitely out of the box Christian expression of faith. Um, yes. but if you really look back in history, illuminated journaling has been around for a long time because people could not read the language that God's word was written in. Yeah. So they would tell his word through pictures. So it's not a new idea. There really are no new ideas. Yes. Um, you know, very yeah. similar to yoga. You know, I danced professionally till I was 16. Cool. And so... Another thing, you know, that I, again, I was told it's pretty, it's nice, um, but I'm designed to speak to my creator by movement, breath, visual, just like you said, we, yeah. we are not one dimensional beings. Right. Um, and he, and he is so, I love that you said he's just so excited to meet us wherever we are. Yeah. So to not limit ourselves to what other people say is right or a way to speak to him, but the ways that we're designed, he's ready and so anxious to meet us there. And you mentioned, you know, putting him in a box and, and just what you're saying, you know, it's sometimes it takes some courage to kind of step out of that box, especially if people are coming against you or saying what you're doing isn't appropriate. And I, you know, I was raised in a religion that had rules and you followed those rules. And so you mentioned at the beginning that you're a rule follower as well. And I feel like that's really, um, I think where God takes our hand and says, you know, just follow me and trust me. Right. And I think that's Amen. very challenging um, for for uh, for people of this personality. And I think um, there are times where like I love the, the you know, image of um, her Shanna putting out her stuff and then being like, it's almost like you want to take it off the Internet. I've done that before where you write something and it's very vulnerable and then you want to take it down. But then you realize, no, that's the thing that actually is resonating because it's real. And if we're going to fake Amen. who we are, it's never going to resonate. That's not going to work. <laughs> you know, so um, I love I love the idea of you going out on a limb. And then you recognize God is so expansive. He is so much larger and bigger and more expansive than we could ever imagine. 
you know, his yeah. plans are, are bigger and better. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I had seen recently that you had written about is kind of like kind of landing in this place, um, being of a certain age and realizing that you're finally really kind of hitting your sweet spot, that you're in the flow or that you're finding where God's calling you to be. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, um, the process of, cause I think sometimes, and I don't know, but sometimes maybe the listeners, I know I have had these feelings where you, when I was younger, I thought I needed to arrive by a certain age. I needed to figure out who I was by a certain age, or I wasn't going to get there, or maybe I was too old to try something new and those kinds of things. And so it really resonated with me when you talked about kind of finding, finding yourself in your place where you feel really comfortable and you feel like you're doing the Lord's, what the Lord's calling you to, um, kind of in midlife. <laughs> yeah. I'm in that same stage. Amen. And I, I think, okay, I'm 52. 52. <laughs> but I just think that that's, we're getting better. Like in my mind, heart, and soul, Amen. I know that I'm getting better, like more wisdom, more joy, more peace, um, more, you know, just being more comfortable in myself. And, and I want to encourage women, like, go out and get it. Like, it's never too late. Yeah. Right? So can you yes. kind of speak to that? So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I got, I, you know, when I was young, I became really good at walking into a room and assessing the situation and meeting the expectations of the people in the room. Oh my gosh. So You're I my am a, spirit I, animal. You are my spirit animal. Yeah. Is, I'm like, a chameleon. Chameleon. I'm a people pleaser. Yes. I'm a, you yes. know, oh, there's tension, need to soothe it. Yes. Um, so I'm super, and a lot of creative people are, we're very intuitive to other people's hearts. Mm -hmm. And if you also have a very tender heart for wanting people to feel okay, you, you can morph yourself into what they want you to be so yeah. that they can be okay. The problem with that is that you shut down who God made you to be. And what God has really shown me is that's a sin. I mean, yeah. call it out. That's a sin. Yeah. We have been entrusted with who we are. Yeah. Because the body of Christ works based on that truth. That we operate as who we are designed to be because he has unique purposes for us. And yes, that means we got to do stuff scared. And yes, that means we got to fail. Yeah. But... You need to really listen to him and embrace the design that he trusted you with. So Amen. for me, that's been going out of the box because that's where I see him show up. Yep. It's being messy with people, being transparent with people and saying, I don't have my act together. Yep. I mean, I made my living in administration, making everybody look good. Yeah. for 14 to almost 20 years of my life. Yeah. So it is scary for me to step out. And I would just encourage people, you know, spend some time with God. Say, God, um, you know, who do you want me to be? Yeah. And then when you do step out and you do the things you're designed to be, there's a resonation that happens in your body. Yes. That everything comes alive. And everything is like switched on, mm -hmm. and and you just become bold. You yes. become 
And not that you don't get scared, because I do stuff scared all the time. Right. But I'm bold enough to know it's not worth me sticking it down. Yes. Right. It, uh, it, is, it is more important to me to step out in what Jesus is calling me to do than to fit into a mold. Oh, amen. Does that make sense? Preach it, girl. Yes, that's so awesome. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, I mean, it's just, I love the idea of, you know, and it says somewhere in scripture, and I can't remember exactly where in the message version, but it talks about how when you're doing what God's called you to do, he'll give you boundless energy. And I feel like that mm -hmm. when I'm in the things that I know, like when I'm talking to people like you and doing these podcasts, I feel so excited about um, conversations that lift him up and make his name famous and, and make us... Um, just kind of talk openly and vulnerably and transparently about what walking with the Lord looks like. Because I think there's so many versions of it like online that are very buttoned up and not messy. Um, and that's not real life. And so I think we start to shut people out and maybe make them feel less than or like that's not for them. And I just so don't want to be a part of that. Like, I just want to be like the cheerleader, like we can do this. Let's all do this, you know. Um, and yeah, so, and do it messy. Do it messy. Yeah. You know, do it messy and don't, um, like God is, he gives us, he gives us commandments and laws to keep us safe. That's right. Not to enable us to judge one another. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so. And not to limit us. We don't use those to hurt people. We use those to remain safe within his, um, shelter. Right. Oh, totally. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I so love, love it. If that's not what being a Christian is, actually being a Christian is being like Jesus, who came to this earth and was accepted by almost no one. <laughs> that's so right. You know, I mean, yep. he was an outcast. He was radical, like the things he was saying, too. It's, he was radical. Yeah. He was radical. You know, went into the church, turned the tables over, and said, this is not what I said. <laughs> right, and he tells you... He often tells the religious people they're wrong when they're judging people. Yeah. And he sits with the sinners and he um, hangs out with the people yeah. that weren't invited. And um, yeah. I don't know. I always think of that. I, there's so many. I mean, the woman at the well is one of my favorite. But I love the yeah. woman who um, charges through the crowd and touches his garment. And he says, Amen. who just touched me? And I just... It, could make, it just makes me cry thinking of her. She just is beelining for him. She's so sick. She knows he's the only one that can heal her. And she just pushes her way through that crowd. Just so much yeah. courage and bravery. And that's how I see us. Like, you know what? No. Like, we know he's the one. And we get to push through some of these, um, I, whether they're self-made or culture-made or whatever, limitations on us. We get to say no I'm, I'm following the one, you know, I'm going to go touch his garment. Like, amen. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And really like, just like she pushed through, she had the single mindedness yeah. of all I care about is touching his garment. He is my only goal. Yep. And so as a Christian creative 
yogi, um, I mean, I, sometimes I kind of laugh at God, and I'm like, here he's taken this girl who, like, so I was very radical when I was young, and very much in darkness. God basically kept me alive. Oh, so God. I've done everything wrong that you can think of to do wrong. Like, there's yeah. nothing that I have judgment for anyone about. Yeah. But then I found, oh, look, I can fit in, I can be the roof falling girl, and everybody can pat me on the head and say, good job, and this is nice and it's safe. And now he's taken me at 50 and said, you're going to break down every box. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to be happy with you. Right. And you're still going to do it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Get it. I love it, girl. That's so, so awesome. I mean, I want to talk about, like, the practical stuff, but I'm so glad that we got into that because, for me, that's what Great Big Yes is all about, like, and even just looking back at your past and saying, okay, so, you know, you, you did all the, you just said in your own words, you know, I did all the things I could do, right? Like, so you um, have that past and then you found the Lord. And so there's um, an understanding that you have um, that's different from an understanding of somebody who might have been a Christian their entire life and walked with the Lord their entire life and so I feel like that even, like I, I look at certain things in my life and I'm like, oh, he's going to use that, right? Like he, may, he may give uh, somebody else favor with a different crowd, but he may give me favor with a different crowd because that's who he wants me talking to or that's what he wants me to understand their heart. He wants me to understand. And so I feel like the more I, um, the older I get, I guess, and the more I'm in God's word and the more I'm in prayer, I realize nothing is wasted. Nothing. Amen. That's one of my favorite things yeah. to say. It's nothing. Not one tear. Not not one mistake. If you put it in the hands of the Redeemer, yeah, it's it's you know the enemy has absolutely no grasp on it. Oh. It just glorifies him. It's so good. And that and that's who we. That's where we need to encourage people. Is we need to come in when people feel like, oh my gosh, I've messed up so much. Yeah. That he could never possibly use me. And that is such a lie. Such a lie. Um, yep. It is, it is, you messed up, you have to grab the hand of the one and only. Yeah. And let him shine through you. And he'll and come down into Whether that. that be through creating or wherever you call, like it might be making pies. Yes. Cooking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there. we all have these gifts. Yeah. Use them. I love it. I love it. And he'll reach down and he'll come and get messy with you. Like, he's not above. Oh, like, amen. Right? Like, he's he's not this pristine God that sits up on a throne that we need. To, you know, He want, he's in it. Like, he understands. He sees it. He's in it. That's why he came here. <laughs> right? I, I mean, he washed feet. That's who he is. Well, through the blood of Jesus, he enters in. You know, he is yeah. holy. He is um, definitely not messy. Uh, but because of Jesus, you know, he comes in and sits with us. Oh. And, um, and just washes us clean and makes us new. Um, he's just amazing. So good. Yeah, he's just amazing. Well, I love that. Preach it. Praise, all of that is so good, so good. I want to ask you some practical questions. I know I have a lot of creative people who listen to the podcast, and I, I want to just kind of get at, like, what does your um, day look like? So are you kind of, like, I picture you, I picture you, like, 
with this perfectly clean workspace, you know, and you've got all yeah. your art things out and you're just la la la, like drawing, you know, and I know that's not real. So I want to get behind the scenes on that a little bit. Um, okay, so I had a better homes and gardens house for, because to me that was, okay, everything's all right. If everything looks good, everything's all right. Yeah. Um, totally bought into that lie. Yeah. And God actually, in his great mercy, because I was so messy inside, allowed me to achieve that. Because I love beauty. I love harmony. Yeah. When things are not beautiful and harmonious, like, it hurts my soul. <laughs> yeah. So he let me have a house like that for a long time in his great mercy. Um, and then several years ago, when he asked me to lay down my administrative position, and I was home, and I'm working, you know, at home. Yeah. Um, he just started to show me, you know what, you can live in a mess. Yeah. Because really my brain... Um, is very messy. Creative people's brains, they're like spaghetti brains. They're they're all over the place. Like, I mean, yeah. we can get stuff done, but we just kind of move from one pile to the next pile. I always <laughs> so, say I have a lot of tabs open. Kind of continually creating, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's very messy. So my house is uh, full of color, full of art stuff, yoga stuff, books, um, you name it. Um, and it's, it's full of art. I have no place for anything on my walls anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. and my family, God bless them. They're just very tolerant. Yeah. As mom kind of takes over the house. <laughs> yeah. So you have kids? You have I do. I have a daughter in college and a son who's in 10th grade. Okay. Awesome. And are they artistic? Oh, yeah. Are they really into art and stuff, too? Um, they're both creative in their own ways. My son is very gifted, um, and I don't know what God's going to do with him. They're yeah. both very creative. Yeah. Not in the ways that I am, but um, specifically, but I don't know that everything's turned on. Totally. Yeah, you they're know, not. I, uh, yeah. Look, it took, took 50 for him to turn on a bunch of stuff in me. So, right. you know, we need to have patience. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so hard with our kids sometimes to have patience, right? It's like, I know God's working yeah. out in them. I mean, if he if he worked it out in me, he's working it out in them. Totally. Again, the trust. Amen. Is, yeah, for sure. Well, I just, I love the work that you do, and I think it's so beautiful, and it's so inspiring, and it makes me want to sit down, and I, I, I love art supplies. So, like, if you got me in an art supply store, like, that's my happy place, or, like, the paper source, where there's, like, yeah. you know, planners and pens and cute things, and, um, and so seeing your work, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really, really beautiful, and I have started Bible journaling, and I loved it. It's, it's relaxing to me there's something about yeah. it um it feels very um like there's more there like I could go deeper you know like there's I don't know it's just it's very inviting um to me so I want to invite everybody to check you out and you said Instagram's the best way and it's um designs by Amy Bruce on Instagram right yes Okay, so, um, and I'm going to put all of that in, um, on the blog, like in the show notes and stuff, but um, I wanted to ask you before we go, there, um, one of the things that you mentioned is that you became a Christian, and can I just ask you, like, how did you 
find Jesus or who introduced you to Jesus or kind of how did that come about? Um, well, I mean, I was raised in an Episcopalian home, so we went okay. to church. I thought I was a Christian. Gotcha. But it was basically works-based. Yeah. Um, follow the rules. I, I think there are many of us that were, you know, kind of raised in that way. Yes. Um, and I went off the deep end in my teenage years, probably until my 20s when I decided, oh, I guess I better figure out how to do life. Yeah. Um, and... You know, then I became, okay, I'm going to just meet people's expectations and became a good girl. Yeah. And um, and then I had a child, my baby girl, and it scared the heck out of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, this world is a mess, and um, what do I do? I have this child now. I have this responsibility. I need to do this right. And, um Yeah. You know, God just, it, around preschool, we we decided to send her to a Christian preschool. My husband was a Jesus freak, um, but he's very different than me. I'm very outward in my faith now, and he's not as much as I am. Um, so anyway, I basically, God drew me in because I didn't want her going to a preschool and being taught things that um, I didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I basically was drawn in just because of knowledge. Yeah. And and then I had a very patient woman who did a very simple Bible study, and every night I would go to her house with my pens and my Bible and, like, all ready to be a student, and she would rip apart everything that I thought I knew. Uh. And I would go home either mad or crying <laughs> You know, convicted. Like, this yes. is not the way it is. And, oh, yeah. You know, I, I still remember her telling me sin just means you're not hitting the target and not like your neighbors are not all good. Yeah. <laughs> you're not good. Like, yeah. it's not based on anything you do because you will never hit that target every single time. Yes. So after that, then God, um, just drew me in. I just became passionate. I I was just passionate for his word. Just yeah. became this diligent student. Um, and then one night at church, um, about 3,000 people, our pastor did an altar call. And I don't even know why. I stood up, walked to the front, bawling my eyes out, held his hand, still didn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the confess with your mouth in Romans. Yep. He needed me to do that in order to flood me with his spirit and continue on working in my heart and my mind and my soul. Yeah. And so that's how I became a Christian. And then I was like, opened my house, brought as many people as I could in. Just like you said, like, I just wanted everybody to know yeah. that you're so loved, unconditionally loved. Yeah. Unconditionally loved. Like, that was a new concept to me. Yes. So good. Yeah, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, amen. Thank you for sharing that. I think, yeah. you know, that is one of my favorite things just to hear from people, how the Lord um, moved them, how he touched them. You know, I remember telling a woman once, because I raised my hand at a tent revival, you know, and, and kind of like the altar call thing. And um, I remember telling a woman, we were talking about being born again, you know, those words and how sometimes those words turn people off or what that means or how we understood it. 
and she sent me an article and I wish I could find it, but it said about how this woman wrote about all the times that she had been born again. Like if you had known how many times. And I thought that was so beautiful because yeah, maybe there's this yeah. one altar call or maybe there's this one time you raise your hand, but he's continuously inviting us in to be oh, born yeah. again. And so I never oh, yeah. want people to feel like it has to be one way that you become a Christian. And I love it because when everyone shares their stories, they're so unique. Um, yeah. But again, nothing's wasted. Our childhoods weren't yeah. wasted. Our past oh, religions no. or our past beliefs or our wandering is not wasted. Um, all of it is to one day come together for his glory, but he's going to use it and he's going to meet us. And Amen. I, so thank you for sharing that. I think that's really um, a, such a beautiful story. So thank you. Um, and then we have to go, believe it or not. I could talk all day to you, but... Um, uh, we need to go. So, and I know I asked you in advance, do you mind just kind of praying for us as we close out the podcast? Sure. Okay. Thank you. Lord God, I, um, I just come to you with a humble heart of thanksgiving and praise. Thank you for all the people who are listening to this, God. And I just pray that our words would be an encouragement to them to step out in whoever you've designed them to be, to use those gifts that you've entrusted to them for your glory, and to know what it is to operate in that design, that joy, and that full switch of on. God, I thank you for Sue, and I ask that you would continue to bless her ministry and guide her and just bring you into people's hearts and minds. I praise you, Lord. And I trust whoever is listening. And I trust our lives to you. In your holy and beloved name I pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. This has been a huge blessing. I appreciate it.